0: Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. A couple's trip may be just what your relationship with that special partner needs. However, a vacation together may also test your communication skills and patience if not planned correctly and planned together. Don't worry, today Shane and I discuss ways to make sure your next couple's trip is a special experience for both of you. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 53, original air date, June 9th, 2021. Well, Shea, today we're talking about couples trips, not a couple trips, but a trip for couples.
1: trip for couples that much needed time to themselves.
0: So you actually heard about my first trip with my wife um, when we went to Paris. You heard that on one of our Travel Stories uh, episodes and, and all of the... Um, Comedy of errors that happened there. And somehow we are still very much in love, very much together. I want to hear about your first trip with your partner.
1: My first trip with my wife. We had actually been married a couple of years when we first went on a trip together because our engagement was really fast. We had a lot Uh of things going on, so we didn't take a honeymoon. And so when we finally took a trip together, we went to New Orleans, the French Quarter. And very nice. Yeah. Just stayed in the French quarter and it was a great trip. We planned the whole thing together. We looked at options where to stay together. We looked at options, what to do together. It was great. And, you know, and then we realized that we should have taken time before, even though it never seemed like we had the time we should have taken time to do it before. The thing about this trip was, is it wasn't challenging at all. There was nothing, never any points of contention between us on this trip. Everything went smoothly. And uh, I guess other than coming back, our flight kept getting delayed. We ended up just walking around the French Quarter waiting until the the notifications were saying that our flight was getting ready to leave.
0: Which if you have to be delayed anywhere, the French Quarter is a pretty okay place It is, place and it was a hot delayed.
1: day, so luckily we, there's the frozen, frozen Irish coffee to help keep us cool. Ah, I agree with you.
0: One of the things that my wife and I have done is we have very intentionally – made it a point to have couples trips um, before kids with kids at, you know, I mean, we have always tried to have time for just the two of us, much to our kids disapproval, <laughs> especially now that they have caught travel bug as much as, as we, we have, and they want to go and experience. And, but we have said it's important for us to have time together. And, I really think that that has helped our our relationship. That's helped our even our parenting um, to to have that that it's you know it's no one's going to be surprised that both my wife and I love to travel and that both you and your wife love to travel. That's a, that's a given because of the topic of this show. But it's just it's really been something that's that we've intentionally done, and I think it's been a really positive. Well, and thing. I would
1: say that all the difficulties and challenges you that you faced on that first trip together. I think that that did two yeah. things. One, it, it helped solidify your relationship for the future. But the other thing yeah. it did was it gave each of you an idea of how the other reacts when things aren't going well. And that's, that's really important right. to know, especially early in a relationship, that you, you want to know how they're going to react when things aren't going well, how they're going to treat people and either a, a horrible first date. Or a couple's trip is a good way to to find out those sorts of things. Today, we've got
0: six tips for how to make your next couple's trip a success, or at least make it as good as it can be. And the first is, define why you're going on the trip. And that may seem kind of a little meta or existential, if you will. But why is it important, Shane, for you to sit down and say, hey, on this trip, we want to, you know, we want this trip to be this way.
1: Well, if on our New Orleans trip, if I thought that we were going to New Orleans so that I could go to a bunch of bars and do a bunch of whiskey tastings, and she thought that we were going to go to New Orleans and go see some shows and some museums, then while we were there, we might have had some contentious moments and not got along well for that trip.
0: Yeah, and I, I think I, I agree with you. I think it's it's good just to you know if someone says, "Hey, I think we need to go to Italy next summer." Well, what is it about Italy? You know, what do you want to see? Well, my my family is from there, and I want to visit the place where grandma and grandpa came from. Or you know, I'm, I'm all about the food in Italy. Or you know, I want to go to this part of Italy. Just having that conversation really can help get both of you on the same page.
1: Yeah, and that's something that I have to keep in mind every time we go to to Spain and visit her in-laws is I have to realize that the main purpose of that trip is visiting family. that's
0: a good good example. so
1: while I can do most of the things that I want to do, can't do everything because the purpose of the trip is visiting family. That's a great example of that one. The
0: second one is set a budget either an exact budget or as general as you can so that everybody's on the same page when it comes to how we're spending money on the trip. So my example of this is growing up, when my family would travel, we would eat out quite a bit. I mean, that was one of the aspects of our vacation. Well, my wife and I started traveling I realized for her, it was, yes, I want to I eat out and have some special meals, but to help supplement that, I'm going to bring things for breakfast or mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my snacks. And it's it's thinking about where do you want to spend your money? How do you want to spend your money? I would say, especially when it comes to eating and shopping, kind of have a conversation beforehand of what that's going to look like, especially if you're a couple who doesn't share finances. So if you're dating or if you're a friends group even and you're traveling together, you want to make sure you're on the same page with that.
1: And a good way to do that I think is we have uh, we have some envelopes that we keep cash in yeah. and whenever there's some extra something in cash or somebody pays us for something and they give us cash or if we get gift cards from someone, they go into the envelope and then that's, you know, we take our our uh our fun funds our f u n f u n d s our fun funds, and <laughs> say that ten times. Yeah, fast. Fun funds, fun funds, and and that's usually our the biggest part of our budget for a trip. We'll also know that well, well okay, we're going to have this big night, so we're not going to use the cash. We're going to go ahead and and use the card yeah. for this night if it's some, if something special. And of course, anything that you're planning ahead, any tickets or anything you buy ahead, then you you paid in advance for those, and that helps with the budgeting also. Sure. So number three,
0: I think is one of the most important ones, share in the planning. Now this can certainly help with the first tip, which is to the purpose of the trip, but share in the planning as much as possible. Again, so you get to know what the other person wants to do. And you could also make some of those decisions about how to spend money ahead of time but before the trip. So I talked, um, you know, we've talked about surprise trips or giving the trip as a gift. That That's completely different. You know, I, I, I love it when, you know, my wife surprises me with a trip that she's completely planned. But if we're traveling together and it's a trip that we both want to go on and we know about, I want to help in that planning. And because I want to make sure that we both get to do what it is we want to do.
1: That's why it's called a Couples trip. That's why it's called a couple. trip. If it's a Ryan trip, then it's everything Ryan wants to do and you don't have to plan it together. But, you know, for a couple's trip, it should be some things that both people in the relationship are going to enjoy and something for everyone.
0: I mean, usually what we do is so if we decide, hey, we're going to go on, we're going to go to a destination we don't know anything about. It's my job. I'll sit down, I'll start doing the Google searching, I'll start pulling the information together, and then I kind of present her with, hey, here are the activities that I'm finding. Here are the restaurants that the people are talking about. And then we go from that list and we kind of edit that list together. Um, you know, so again, I uh, both of us know that we're going to get to do things that we want to do. Now, that leads us to our next tip is solo time on a couple's trip is okay.
1: I think so. It's, it's not anything that we ever intentionally did. We would do it. I mean, usually in the mornings, cause I, I tend to get yeah. up earlier. So I would go have a cup of coffee and just hang out until, you know, until she texted me that was, that she was up or, you know, came down to the the lobby to to hang out with me. So But, yeah, it it is okay to do that. There's no reason to get upset or jealous of someone if the other person is going to go have a a snack or a drink or or read or sit at the pool or something like that.
0: I think you're right. I think it's it's kind of balancing the rest time versus work time. You know, you you talk about early in the morning, oftentimes I'll get up and that's when I'll check my emails or I'll do some of my my tasks for work so that it's done and I can enjoy the rest of the day so it's not hanging over my head and that's when my my wife can sleep in. That's when she can have relaxation time or You know, she may choose to go to the spa and I may choose to go to this certain attraction. And it's not necessarily something that that we both want to do together, but we know and respect the fact that the other person wants to do it. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that in, in a couple's trip. It's part of being mature adults. Right, <laughs> exactly it's part you hope know, to learn that if someday. she doesn't want to go to that marvel museum <laughs> although she usually does but if she doesn't want to go to that marvel exhibit dang it i can go and she can go do something else
1: i don't know why this reminded me of that but um this reminds me back on the on the planning part something that we do is we have some shared pinterest boards and i'm not going to go into how to do that here but it's just a board where i pin something and she sees it too and then so I'll kind of search the destination in uh-huh. Pinterest, and that way you can see pictures, and they usually link to a blog post that gives some information about it. And so I'll, I'll pin them to our shared board. I'll send them the really exciting ones to her and say, hey, check this out. Do you want to do this? And that—that that is one of the ways that we plan the trips together is using yeah. these Pinterest boards.
0: No, that that's a good idea, and 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 again, not to get too far into the weeds here, but you know, I know both you and I use uh, the the app Trello,
1: yeah, um, yeah. to
0: to help plan. And I've seen Trello boards for f- uh, travel groups, like friend groups that are planning a a, a trip, and so they oh, use yeah. that to, to organize and share with everybody. So, but you know, ha- having that that sharing or that planning time having that solo time. I, I don't, I don't think, no, I'm an only child. So to me, <laughs> solo time is perfectly fine. Uh, other people may think that that's the weirdest thing to do on a couple's trip. And I'm not talking about an entire afternoon. I'm talking about, Hey, I'm going to go grab this, or, Hey, I'm going to walk down the street to the coffee shop while you sit at the pool. You know, that's what I'm talking about. The fifth one, Limit distractions as much as possible. What do I mean by distractions? So work, um, technology, family life back home. I would say, I know that we can't limit that 100%, although I wish we could, (laughs) but try to set boundaries. So fortunately for my wife's work, She can literally turn her work off and she can say, I am not going to be on the computer. Other people can handle my work for me. I can do that to a certain extent, although I choose to mostly be in touch because I can kind of decide when I get back to folks and when I work on things. But be realistic with your time limits. Um, You know, a couple's trip is not necessarily the time to be on the laptop. Well, it's not even not necessarily the time. It's not the time to
1: be on the laptop. Yeah, kind of the same way. And we, we're we not really strict about it, but we have similar rules with even dinner time, kind of a, a no phones at the table type mm-hmm. rule. And I think it should be that way on a couple's trip too. Now, we're, granted, the two of us, my wife and I, we're, we both can't turn off Neither of us can turn off work while we're traveling. So we, we both know that the other is probably going to get a message or something from work and have to answer sure. it. But we always limit all the other stuff that we might do on the phone or on the computer. And then we kind of leave that. Cause you need, you need vacations from that too. You need time away and from, from all of that and a couple strips of trips is a good time. Yeah,
0: and I think a good way, I think a good way to do that is if, if it, if you know you are gonna to have to work, or if you are gonna have kind of non-vacation distractions, plan that into the day. So say, hey, we both need to get on the laptop and work on emails for a while. So we have lunch reservations at this time. So let's spend the next, you know, X amount of time getting that stuff, getting it out of the way. And not having to worry about it for the rest of the day. Or hey, we know we need to FaceTime with the kids. Let's set a time to do that so that we're not constantly having to check in. Let's let's make a plan for uh, for FaceTime so so that it's it's already factored into the schedule.
1: Yeah. And you're not you just don't want to be at a dinner where they're staring at you while you're staring at your phone, texting oh, or browsing absolutely. and they're 100%. Just- They're kind of bored because you're just staring at your phone. Same thing if you're just, if you're having a drink or something, then yeah. And the last tip, number six,
0: check in with each other during the trip. And this is just kind of more of a general communication tool. Make sure that you're talking about your trip. You know, what are the things that you're enjoying? Make sure that you're checking in with each other, you know, especially if if you're, you are having to deal with some of that stress that the chain talked about with earlier with traveling, this is a time to really be together, communicate with each other and really make sure that, f- that the other person is getting what they need from you and what they need from the trip. That sounds really relationship advicey, but I, I think, it, I think it flies here. I, I, I think it, I think it stands.
1: Yeah, it does stand because at home, it's so easy to just constantly be caught up in Work or, or whatever other household or school activities you have going on, and and you need a break from that. And you're not going to take a break from that at home. You could even say Sundays are going to be no devices days, but it, it's never going to work out. So when you're on a trip, that's a good right. time for for that. And then you know, and then just like you would do during that time at home, you want to check in with each other. Just you know, how are you feeling? Are you enjoying yourself? Just I don't just pay attention to the other person. It's always nice when the person you're with is kind of in a little bit of attention to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and the couple's vacation allows, gives you that space to do that. You're exactly right. So out of these six tips, let, let me review real quick. Define the purpose of the trip. What do you want to get out of the trip? Set a budget, share in the planning, allow for solo time. If people want to do it, that's okay limit distractions as much as you can, and check in with each other. So overall, Shane, what do you think is the biggest takeaway from this list? If we, if you're giving a, the top advice to,
1: to a, a couple who's planning a trip, what, what would you say? I think the whole thing is just about communication. When you're, when you're at any point during the, any of those six, times, there could be something that you're not going to agree on. I may think this one bar looks really cool and I have to go there and, and she might be thinking, nah, that doesn't look like any place I'm going to enjoy. There's going to be things like that all along the way. And so if, if you can have those discussions, realize it's okay to disagree, but still talk about it like adults and come to an agreement and enjoy the trip, then, you know, mission accomplished.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Well, if this has got you thinking about where you might want to vacation with your special someone, we would love to help you plan your next amazing couple's vacation. We're both travel advisors with Creating Magic Vacations, and you can reach us at Ryan at com. that's R-Y-A-N, or Shane at com. That's S-H-A-Y-N-E. We would love to help you plan that
1: wonderful couples trip. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on All Things Travel. And remember, never stop exploring. Say that 10 times (laughs) fast. Fun, 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 fun.